0: I feel like it was absolutely divine intervention that I found that cell phone article that I went in and did it and I just and I found your podcast and and that I just dove headfirst into it because you got to think three years I'd been struggling with my son three years when when he saw the mental health nurse, she said he's been severely depressed for years, and he has a plan. and a teenager with a plan is
1: welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that I get this time with you. And thank you so much for tuning in, investing in your education and being, gosh, one of the few people who learn beyond the system. Honestly, it is awesome that you are investing in yourself and growing, and it will pay off. If it isn't, already. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Now, this episode, you heard in the intro, a very close friend of mine, also a client. Her name is Misty Dobson. And she came into my life after binge listening to Radical Shift. She was listening to all the episodes that were out at the time. And she went home fist pumping in the air, declaring that she's going to change her life to her family. And it had some amazing results, as you heard from at the beginning. But it went way further than her uh, having a stronger money consciousness. It actually went so far that she saved her son's life, which you'll hear about in this podcast. And Misty has gone on to take this mess and make it her message. And she has an amazing offer for anybody who is dealing with suicidal thoughts, a suicidal teen, a depressed teen, a lethargic teen. And let's face it, these are tough conversations, but ones we need to have. So listen in. This is an amazing episode where you get to hear how Misty shifted her own self out of being miserable and depressed and wanting to give up and how that affected everybody in her family and the whole course of her family for generations to come.
0: You know, I had... I had um, made some cell phone changes, and I just read this article about certain things that you should have. I was trying to be more productive, and mm-hmm. honestly, I really wanted to justify the purchase of an Apple Watch, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so I was trying to I was like, my phone's not even organized. Well, I'll organize it, and this article kind of talked about podcasting, and and I followed some of the shifts that it had me do. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to podcasts. So I went on and uh, I guess just divine intervention because I found yours and that was when I listened to you and I binged it in two days. I think you had six episodes out at the time and just rocked all of them. And I came home and I was like, We deserve to be wealthy. Like that day. I just came home and said, We've we've got to figure this out. I love that. <laughs>
1: You're like, no, we're not going to mess around anymore. But um, your story kind of takes a dramatic turn. And this is really super important. uh, What happens next? When you shared this, uh, you shared it live in our Mindset Reset Challenge. And I was listening, I was having my lunch, and I just dropped my sandwich. And I was like, wow, whoa, Mm -hmm. I cannot believe this. So share what happened next after you had that that, um, aha. And you came home and you're like fist pumping in the sky.
0: Yes. Um, you know, it was about three days later and Mm. I'd been struggling with my son for years. He was uh, 15 at the time, just turned 16 now, but he, him and I just were butting heads. I was actually at the point where I was ready to send him to go live with his grandfather up in the Yukon. Mm. And I just couldn't do it anymore he wouldn't put effort in he wouldn't listen to me he lied all the time and and i was done so three days after this kind of shift and and it was really focused on money we'd made a budget we'd all sat down as a family and faced our debt and and so i looked at his grades and he was actually failing at this time and instead of my normal reaction which would have been wake him up and lose my cool and be like what are you doing you have two classes just do them i thought okay i'm just going to give him a little boost and you know try to just get to the root of what's going on and it was in that conversation that he told me that he couldn't do this anymore and he just wanted to die and yeah yeah, I couldn't I I you know, I at the time I was like, okay, you know, like grades are not worth killing yourself over and this is yep. not, you know, we can overcome this. And what do you need from me to help you? And so we had a conversation. I didn't take it that seriously, but that was Sunday and then Monday morning I walked downstairs which I never do. He's the, kind of the teenage layer. And I was in my heels and I was feeling like I was gonna rock the sales that day. So I'm in a dress, I'm all dressed up and heels on. I'm like, I'm just gonna go get my kid to hand one assignment in today. I was like, let's just boost him to do one thing, right? And I just looked at his eyes and I, as I'm saying, like, can we just get one? You've got 20 outstanding assignments. Can we just like, what's the easiest one that's done? And we can just hand it in. And I could just see the depression and the overwhelm. And I was like, oh, we're going to the emergency room and you need to
1: see a nurse. So that's, that's really interesting. So the first time he mentioned it, you, do you think it was uh, because a lot of times when we face trauma, we're in denial right away. Like we just deny it. All right. Right. Uh Yeah.
0: Yeah. He kind of, he'd communicated it and then I just thought, okay, well, he's overwhelmed with this conversation because all of our conversations led to me lecturing and him sitting there and then he would cry and he would, so I just didn't, you know, I'm like, he's a teenager. They're dramatic. Yeah. You know, I'm going to tell him he's loved. And then the next morning I was just able to see, and I had postpartum after my daughter was born and I, I couldn't pick one diaper up off the ground was kind of where I was, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. I could see that, that asking him to hand that one assignment was like asking him to climb Mount Everest and he needed medical attention
1: right away. Yeah, wow. So do you feel that if you were in a different mental state that weekend that you might've missed an opportunity to save his life? Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: I feel like it was absolutely divine intervention that I found that cell phone article that I went in and did it. And I just, and I found your podcast and and that I just dove headfirst into it because you got to think three years I'd been struggling with my son three years when, when he saw the mental health nurse, she said he's been severely depressed for years and he has a plan and a teenager with a plan is, Five seconds away from executing that plan so oh when you say a plan he has a suicidal plan he had a plan so there's that range of of oh, suicidal right. thoughts to plan to action but teenagers with their ranging emotions that could be like one snotty comment from me right of like of course your ha- your assignments aren't in or look at this 48 percent or it could be like his best friend, just not answering him on Instagram for a few hours, That mm-hmm. it just spirals. So five seconds is nothing. Mm-hmm. And for years he never came to me. And that that's really my message and my mission is that we have to be that safe place. Like they've got to feel like they can come to us because he didn't come. He didn't ever tell me. He didn't ever
1: show any signs other than an average teenager. Yeah. Right. And how many of us know somebody who lost their teenage child to suicide Mm -hmm. and it's just like, Whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. Like we were just on vacation and having fun. And you look at their family photos or the photos they posted on Facebook two days before.
0: Yeah. Everything looks great. It's
1: such a shock. It's such a shock. So, um, I want to, I want to hear, uh, because there's a couple of stories here. One is your own personal journey, how this has helped you find your own voice. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear more about like your son and where he's at right now, um, six months later. Like, is is it still touch and go? I mean, what's the situation now? Oh, man, Carla, it's night and day. Oh. And
0: we can have a conversation now about assignments not being complete, we're struggling with school, and it's not a lecture. He's actually talking back to me. We're, we're getting to the root of why it's not done and what he needs to succeed. He's off his antidepressants for 35 days now.
1: I was just going to ask, is it because he's taking medication that he's able to have these, but actually he's not even on medication? No. They medicated (sighs) him immediately, which is
0: very rare from uh, in Canada at the emergency room. It's very rare for you to leave there with a prescription. But she said, in case you can't get into your doctor in the next 48 hours, I want you to fill this. Mm -hmm. This is very serious. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you what he
1: got prescribed? Oh, I can't even. uh, Citalopram. Oh, okay. I think.
0: yeah. yeah, a low dose of citalopram. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I've heard from multiple people that it's pretty rare to leave the hospital with a prescription. But she was just downright. She said, He feels safe at home with you. He's not mm-hmm. going to, I feel confident he's not going to harm himself, but he needs medication
1: now. So now today you got, okay. So he got a medication. He's yes. been off it for 35 days, which is huge. Cause I yes. don't know if you've ever been on for anybody listening, uh, who's been on medication, you know, it messes up with your system. I mean, really like does. even just getting off a of coffee or sugar or anything like that, it messes up with your system. So, um, okay. So you're having great conversations now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, we're, I'm going to cut to the chase. Misty is one of my uh, clients. I coach her and she shared a lot about this journal journey with me. So I know a lot of the back story, <laughs> uh, but she shared something in our last conversation, which I thought was really cool, which uh, just the initiatives that he's taking, which to me sounds like night and day as well from the teenager uh, last Christmas. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that, like things that he's doing now where you're not even asking him, he's just doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, he came into some spare computer parts and um, he built a computer in under an hour with these like rough parts in this box and the cables were all tangled and turned. And all of a sudden he's like, mom, look what I did. And I was like, what? Right. And, and so I'm like, how did you do that? He's like, I don't know. And he's always been like, he figured out the Rubik's cube and he liked uh-huh. to take things apart, put them back together. And he's into gaming. And um, yeah. So we kind of talked about, it. it was like, maybe this could be a business. And he was like, what do you mean? He's like, can't everyone do this? And from your program, I'm like, kind of knew right away what to say. It was like, no, this is a superpower of yours. Most people would look at that as a hunk of junk and throw it out. You can build three computers out of that and you can sell them and make money. And he was like, not every, like he just didn't get that not everyone could do it. So it was a big confidence booster. And so he started researching right away, like, okay. and, And found these gaming computers. He said, I can build this for, six, $700 less. And I'm like, so we could save the consumer, you know, 300, you could make 300 and everybody's winning, right. They're saving time and money and you've got a business. And he was like, can we do this? But that confidence would have never been there before ever. Yeah. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have made it past that. Like initial conversation without a total shutdown and I would have been yelling and he would have been crying or recluse in the corner.
1: So there's a lot of parents going, yep, I'm living that right now. (laughs) How? Yes. <laughs> what did you give up? Like, what were the weedies? What was the cereal that you fed him every morning? How did you sh- ship this around? And really, what's amazing is Misty turned this into her mission, her voice. And uh, she has something really cool to share in a little bit. But I want to sh- hear how you turned this around. And not only did you turn it around with your son, you turned it around with a friend's child as well. And But let's talk about what you, like, what did you do? You
0: know, I... I participated in your program, Mindset Reset. I listened to your podcast, Radical Shift. I went into Mindset Reset and we were in full on crisis. So he had just been diagnosed and I was so full of shame and guilt and overwhelm. and he was medicated. So we had to deal with that. And then he went to school and somebody picked a fight with him. So we got beat up. I wasn't at work for most of the time because I was just crying or stressed or so mindset reset was a bit of a blur to me but i listened to the audios at least and and um i was just in that chaotic state but what fueled me was that he didn't come to me until i had changed that mindset until i had become more excited before more positive positive. and so that's where i was like I can't wallow in this. I can't stay here because that's where we were. And I, five seconds away, like I have to do this. So I did everything I could for my own survival. And I just kind of left him be for that month, maybe two. And I focused a hundred percent on me. And yeah. Which is I, the
1: opposite of what a lot of parents would do. They're like, I got to get in there more. I got to monitor their phone. I got to like... Yeah no see what they're doing on the laptop. And you're like, actually, I'm just going to let you do your thing. I'm going to yeah. do my thing.
0: Wow. Yeah. I cool. focused on support for him and I dove in on me. I started habits and I, you know, got up in the morning. I made sure that I was up before them and I was excited and happy. We just weren't ever that family before. Everyone mm-hmm. was kind of zombies in the morning and, and uh yeah, I just made sure that I was up and, and just infusing that positivity. And it, it happens so naturally because when your cup is really full, you're kind of flowing over into your family. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's contagious. It's It's so
1: contagious. Yeah. So he, so I guess what you're saying is you took care of your mindset and he saw that. And so what, did he start mimicking you? Did he get up early, go for runs and stuff? Like, what did he start doing? It,
0: I would say it opened the door for those conversations because ah. he could see the shift. He could feel the energy shift in the home and it really opened the door. And, and before COVID happened, his grades were 10% higher in each class. And, um, we did talk about that, moving your body every day or, or getting, being off of your phone first thing in the morning so that you just, mm-hmm. you're not filling your, your heart up with heart and mind with that fluff for those last night texts. Um, we talked about technology and how it makes him feel and, and he was listening. Like that was the difference was that it wasn't me lecturing. He was actually listening because I had done it. And because he was seeing and feeling all that, that that's what I can understand is because suddenly when I
1: spoke, he listened and he never did before. That's super powerful. I mean, seriously, right there. I yeah. don't know how many parents would be like, Oh my God, I would give anything just to have a half hour conversation with my kid where they actually listen. They don't put it, speak to the hand, you know, walk away slamming doors. I mean, absolutely that's huge, huge. So tell us, um, the you you decide now you're helping other moms, right? Yeah, so you've created you turn this into uh, like series of steps that are broken down. Do this first, do that. And it's really super cool how you built this out as a program. Tell us about that.
0: yeah, so I am helping other moms learn how to lose that stress that they're feeling. And then shift into inspiring, motivating, and communicating with their teenagers. So that's the whole goal of this program is is kind of to shift that energy and and learn those tools. And it's so awesome. Like it's everything that I've given to anybody, they come back within three days and are just like, whoa, I didn't, or these ahas, right? I didn't get that or I never thought of it that way or you know, and, and of course it takes some time to really start seeing your kids in these ways, but like simple things. I was like, there's, we use Apple music in our house and every once in a while I just find the playlist that says feeling happy and I throw it on in the house and both my kids come out of their rooms. They're like, what's going on? Like usually they're not around. One's upstairs, (laughs) the other one's downstairs, doors are shut. They're doing their thing. But I turn on this, like, and it's all old school, whatever, but happy music. And I told a friend to do it and she was like, yeah, all my kids came out of their room too. They're like, what's going on? Yeah. And it puts us all in a good mood. We end up hanging
1: out for the night. I love this because what you're doing is just kind of going back to the basics and it's not about medicating yourself. It's not about like talk therapy or group therapy where both the parent and the kid have to come together. It's like, no, you take care of yourself. Don't even, don't even focus on the kid. Like it's you. And that puts the power back in the parent.
0: Well, I want to add to that too and say, you know, your money mindset that I worked with you, Mm -hmm. it brought in, We were drowning in debt. We were over $70,000 in debt without the house or the car, just consumer debt. And in under 90 days, we brought in $55,000 cash into our life. And all I did was we wrote it down. We built a spreadsheet. We faced the number. And then instead of I had that little box that said, pay off debt, I changed it to get money. So I changed it to the solution and that's what I did with Cyrus. I, we didn't talk about depression. We didn't focus on the depression or that fear that I felt. I would just shoot those thoughts down and focus on wellness. And I focus on joy and I focus on peace and communication and all of the antidotes or how you defeat depression
1: yeah, right. Because I think uh, a lot of what we're being taught actually fuels it. and we're we're always looking backwards and not forwards. what do you, what do you want yeah. to create, right? And uh, there's something else that I really like about this program. and uh, you spoke to me personally about this was the the support group that you have with it because when you were going through this with your son, you you didn't know who to turn to. Like, who do I talk to? And here you provided a safe community for people to confide in and to inspire each other and to share your wins, your ahas. Talk talk to me about that. Like, absolutely. I don't
0: think I've ever felt so alone in my life as I did in those I would say three to four months that I was really shifting and. I would say, you know, when you tell a friend that your son had a suicide plan and is depressed, I got, what can you do? What what can I do for you? How can I help? And I was like, send a fire truck. Like I need, you know, I needed the meals. I needed, I needed people to rush over and zero people did Mm -hmm. zero because it's a near miss. It was like, well, he didn't do it. Right. It wasn't. But for me, this was the single most devastating thing. I have ever ever faced because that failure as a mother, which we all fear, which we all, you know, how many times? Like, go look at that hashtag #momfail, and everybody's using it. And we need to stop. Mm-hmm. We need to stop mm-hmm. viewing ourselves as these ultimate failures. And but I would say, learning that my son was about to kill himself felt like the the ultimate failure. And I needed people to rush into my life and help us and no one came, which I'm pretty used to picking myself up off the bathroom floor. And that's what I did. And that's what led me to your program. And so, but yeah, I needed, I needed people. And, and so I just know that in this program, I don't, I always want to have a support community for my moms. I always want to have them making these shifts with others because it was so hard even the more i shifted the better i got then i kind of went through a phase of resenting everyone in my life <laughs> it's like i can't be around them because they're too negative for me and that wasn't the case right it, it just mm-hmm. was where i was so i really i i want that for my moms i want them to have that really rock solid support community of everyone else that's going through the same thing and then you can actually lean on each other as you shift together.
1: Huge. So you are giving them, it, it, how long is the, the the program? Is it like 10 days, two weeks?
0: 10, 10 days. Yes. 10 day
1: program. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me. So it's 10 days and uh, they get coached by you. Absolutely. So every day you break it down in practical steps that are repeatable over time. Absolutely. private community talk to yeah share with me what it all is tell me yeah so you
0: get 10 days of audio and video coaching from me and we're going to go through and there's a whole workbook and you're going to have your exercise so you watch the video and then you go to your workbook and you complete that exercise so I'm going to say it's probably going to take 30 to 40 minutes a day Mm -hmm. for 10 days and alongside that, you get a support community, you get an accountability partner, somebody to help you know you stay on track, and you get me. And I'm going to do a live Q and A in this group, and I'm throwing everything I got at it, like everything yeah. I've got. I'm so excited that we're ready to launch and get out there because I've just you know I've tested all these little things just on on moms or, you know, clients that are reaching out, I'm like, try this. And they're coming back and like, wow, that was amazing. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm so excited to package it up and put it all in this 10 day program.
1: Yeah. And I will tell you hand over heart, she is putting everything in this and she has <laughs> already helped so many moms um, in some extreme situations, which uh, it's, uh, if you're facing a, a teen or a preteen who your, your communication is breaking down, or if you just want to make sure that it doesn't break down, I would highly recommend this. Where can they find this at? And I'll put the, the link in the show notes, but where is it at? Yeah, it's www.powermommindset.com. Uh-huh. Powermommindset.com. Yeah. And does it start off on a certain date or is it just join when you want? We're starting this one off because it's a live challenge and we're doing it okay. all as a group. We are starting this off Next Monday. So okay. June 29th. We're going 29th. to go so live. So a week from when this go, this episode drops. And I think you have a special discount for the radical shift. Yes. Listeners. I do. Yes. Yeah, so. Yes.
0: I'm excited to offer all of you a special promo code. Should I yeah. share it now or are we Yeah. It in the and lips? I'll
1: put it in the show notes. What sure. is it? yeah i want it to be radical
0: boost
1: ah radical boost awesome so she uh i'll put that in the show notes so if you sign up and honestly she is keeping it way affordable for everybody this uh, she's gonna over deliver she's uh, been working on this for months and um are, are they gonna get to meet your son as well you know, Cyrus,
0: now that he's, it was interesting with the 30 days going off the meds and we definitely saw a dip and and I was a little worried and not sure. And of course that, yeah. and I kept shooting these thoughts down and staying the course and, and just helping remind him to do some of those better things and get his exercise. And, you know, yeah. so I kind of held his hand a little bit more than I had gotten used to. And then it's like, I've got my 12 year old back all of a sudden. Like he just, it's like that fog has left and he's kind of there. And Cyrus coaches me on this program. Like, I'm not kidding you. The whole thing was his idea. And he said, if you save the moms, you will save the teenagers. And And, oh, we need this so bad right now. Right? It stuck with me. So everything yeah. that I do it comes from Cyrus. but and you know, I wanted it to be this team, but he just wasn't there, but he's finally ready to do a video with me. So I'm really excited. yeah, and we're asking, I'm asking my whole community, you know, what do you want to know from this sixteen year old because a lot of this is his passion project as much as mine. And he's been so gracious to let me air all of our dirty laundry. and yeah, right? Just you know, it's needed. Nobody's talking about this. So let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, I don't think we talk about how hard it is for teenagers these days. I mean, we are constantly bashing the millennials and, you yeah. know, like, uh, and they're in the, I mean, honestly, I'm so grateful that you are putting this together, that you're helping the moms that are going to help their own children. And, uh, I think if I remember right, uh, he had a friend who also was like a heartbeat away from taking his life with that. Yeah, it was uh, a girl and he,
0: it was during radical or not radical shift mindset reset. It was during mindset reset that we, that he came to me and he said, my friend is also suicidal. I let her know that I had a pretty good experience with you and I, and I got her to reach out to her mom. And unfortunately, it didn't go the same way as it did here, right? So it just, and I think that's where he kind of clued in was like that moms need support to know how to handle this or what the teenagers need, Mm -hmm. because we didn't grow up this way. None of us grew up with cell phones or social media. And I would argue that we're quick to blame it for everything that the kids are, you know, oh, they're on it too much. Let's just take it away. Well, that's not going to be the solution. And I would argue that us as mothers are also just as affected because we've kind of been raised in that 20 to 35, also on social media too, that I've learned how to be there too. So it's changed our brains, which I believe is why mindset is really making a snowball right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: humanity needs it
1: yeah yeah absolutely so what what little piece of advice do you have for any mom who is facing this right now or dads I mean their mom any parents that are yes. facing this like what what would you suggest they do if they are having doors slammed in their face and arguments and they just desperately want to help their child
0: I would say get your morning routine. I I think that you have to fill that cup first. Otherwise, everything feels worse. Everything, Mm -hmm. every door slam is going to feel worse. You're going to take things more personally. You're going to react differently. So, just like you teach drink your water, have your routine, invest in yourself. It will make things a lot easier for you.
1: So much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to the gratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the App Store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode, and if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.